South Road, boys. Every week now, you just got to change it up to something, don't you? Oh, no. Because, you know, because I picked on you. I went you through have, previous yeah. episodes. It's just a constant thing in the back That's of my good. mind. I like it. Actually, you know, it's, it's not a constant thing in the back of my mind. It's a nanosecond before I speak. Oh, fuck, I've got to do something different. <laughs> and it just comes out naff. Mate, I'm going to start off this week with oh, good. an interesting little bit of fact. Oh, facts. Like real facts or like Daryl facts? No, no, no. Real fact. Like research. Real fact. Oh, it's on, on Facebook. Oh, okay. It must be fact. From yeah. Karen? It uh, comes under the title of Strangest Facts. Oh, well, must be. It's about earthworms. Okay. <laughs> Everyone loves a good earthworm fact. That's why they come to the South Coast exactly. boys, to get all their earthworms Straight info. away, people have been like, really, it's taken you 181 <laughs> episodes to give us information on earthworms? That's why I've been coming back for, for three years. Finally! That's why I've been coming back, right. waiting for the earthworm so here episode. we go, Jack. Earthworms yes. are 82% protein. Yum. And they're rich in omega-3. That's good. Um, and pair very well with cumin and curry. Do they now? And apparently they reportedly taste like bacon. Ooh. There you go. Well, we have a worm farm at home. Oh, you should try some. Why not? Yeah. Fuck that for fishing, because they obviously don't work. No. Earthworm facts. Earthworm facts. <laughs> they taste like bacon. <laughs> The pigs of the dirt. <laughs> I am going to let that to kick off into a story, though. Oh, I love that you've done that. Um, it's um, it's a spider story. <laughs> spider Worms, story? spiders, insects. No, worms. it's a tenuous. You it's a very on. hard one to grab hold it of really and link is. it together. But you know what? It's things that move. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll do it that things way. That move. Things that move. Things that move. It comes under that banner. Yeah. Eric things Banner? Things that move. He's yeah. the thing that moves. He does. <laughs> Speaking of, did we mention it last episode? Not sure. Um, the Dry with Eric Banner, Australian movie. Very good. Didn't mention it on the podcast. You and I had a conversation after we let, left the Hurt go. Locker. Yeah, so for those that uh, haven't seen that, and maybe don't always go to the Australian movies, because it's like, eh, it's only an Australian movie. Australian movie. Um, good film. Good film. Well, Eric Banner would still be considered, I don't know, A-grade, a maybe B, probably now. I reckon he's probably B. Oh, he'd be A-reserve. I reserve. Yeah, he's on he's, the bench. He's playing off the bench. He's a medical sub. <laughs> if someone does an injury, Eric Bennett jumps in. Because he's been in some big films. Oh, like yeah. Proper Hollywood blockbusters. Yeah, he was in one of the Hulk films. He, he fucking know he was. <laughs> Not the good one, but he was in one of them. Black Hawk uh, Down? Come on. Yeah, he's all right. All right. Anyway, Eric he Banner. Chopper. <laughs> chop, 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 chop. Spiders. So, on uh, Saturday. Yes. So it's only a day ago. <laughs> All right. that time ago. So, Well, I remember back yesterday. <laughs> uh, we're heading to Launceston. Mm-hmm. Heading up there to go and see a musician. Um, another little hint. Mm-hmm. Um, Daniel Champagne. If people have not heard of him, look him up. Play for YouTube's. Um, very, very talented guitarist. Champagne as in the beverage? Uh, as in the beverage, yes. Or the region in France. Um, Champagne. Yes, Champagne. Yes. yes. So that's good. Stage name or real name? Uh, real name, I believe. Oh, okay. Great. Mm, yeah. So um, comes from uh, a town near Bega, I believe, in New South Wales. Home of the cheese. There you go. Bega cheese. Spiders. Yep. <laughs> so um, you would know my bathroom basically has a, a window in it, and it's just mm-hmm. like a shower curtain over a bath that is a shower. Yes. So when you're actually in the shower, you can't, you've got the, you, know, you can't see in or out of it, but you've got a window in front of you. Frosted glass. Yeah. So what I do, because so you tend to get a few like ants and they'll actually come through that area. So every now mm-hmm. and then I'll give it a surface spray. Okay. Just to do that. It yep. just makes things nice and easy. Surface spray, it's a great thing. Is it? Oh, it's great. <laughs> Unless, of course, you're an ant. <laughs> I'm not fucked. An it's all right. Uh, it's like the Agent Orange <laughs> for ants. For ants. <laughs> I love the smell of rain in the morning. <laughs> I can just see you playing the theme to fucking, what is it, Back to Black or something like that? Guess what service for Apocalypse Now. <laughs> Die. Die. <laughs> So, I was going to Launceston. Yes. Um, and I did a few things in the morning, buggered around all the rest of it, blah, blah, blah. I thought, okay, I'll have a shower before I go now. Kind mm. of just freshen myself up. Yep. So, do that thing. I mean, jump in the shower. Um, 
not going to go into too many details because I was naked at the time, so <laughs> let's not mention too much of that. It's yours and you can wash it as fast as you want, Thank mate. Thank you very much. <laughs> Vigorously cleansed, I think is the term. <laughs> Vigorously cleansed. <laughs> You're talking about washing my hair, right? Yep. Yeah, exactly. So, I'm in the shower. Yep. And I look over at the window while I'm just doing my thing. <laughs> <laughs> not a euphemism. <laughs> And there's a baby huntsman down the bottom of the window. Okay. Not real big. Because so he had a dummy in his mouth? Dummy in his mouth? That's how he knew he was a baby? This wasn't real big. Or was it the diapers that gave it, it away? Probably, um, you know, in the, if you were talking about the years of a human, mm. um, I reckon it was about a 12-year-old. Oh, an adolescent. An adolescent huntsman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And for those people who are not in He's the He's happy pants. <laughs> <in there. laughs> Hat backwards. <laughs> Right, from the 90s. For those people who aren't in Australia, a baby huntsman's probably about the same size as a dinner plate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stay away from Australia. Yeah. You will die. Everything wants to fucking kill you. <laughs> yeah, we actually sp- um, spray service spray all over the country for yep. tourists. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, I'm looking at him, and he's kind of- He's looked he's, at you. He's curled up down in the bottom of the window, and he's just nothing. Okay. And I've looked and gone, oh, sorry, dude. You obviously got the surface spray, and oh, when you've come yeah. and you've wandered around, you've died before you've had a chance to live. <laughs> like, you know, gone you, too soon. You haven't gone too far. Was he on the Deadpool list? You <laughs> don't think he was on the Deadpool list. <laughs> Spider-Man wasn't there. Uh, um, so, But I've done the thing where you go up, and I thought, okay, he may not be dead. Mm. So I've done the blow <laughs> test. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, to see whether Blows he moved. Only expression. Didn't move. Blows only an expression, Troy. <laughs> <laughs> What you choose to do with spiders is your own story. <laughs> and he didn't move. Oh. He's like, yeah, just like that, yeah. Troy. Just like Chad. And then I've got, and I've actually poked him on the finger and he's just, he's just, because <laughs> I'm thinking, I want to be sure that he's dead. So, so I've looked at him. He's, he's all breathing kind of, his he's last. He's all kind of wrinkled up and kind of in the corner thinking, ah, oh, poor dude. And then I've given him the blow test because I'm not far away from the window. It's pretty easy. It's like, <laughs> Quick blowy. Yeah. Um, and then I've just got and like bugged him with the finger. and um, Budged him. Bugged. <laughs> What's the word I'm after? Nudge? Nudged. Buffed him and nudged him. I bugged him. <laughs> I gave him a bugging. Yeah. And... Um, and he's gone. He's, there's nothing to spider. He's Poor little twelve year old adolescent shuffled off this mortal <laughs> yeah, he's coil. Gone. So I'm like, sorry, dude. Don't <laughs> much about that. You know, pick your battles. Yeah, um, I've just defiled yeah. your corpse, but that's okay. So anyway, I'm thinking I'll just I'll clean him up with a vacuum cleaner later. Whatever else, <laughs> burial at <laughs> sea, so, yeah. flush. Yeah. So continue to have my shower. Yep. Um, cleaning away, <laughs> and then I look up, and then a little spider's walking up the window. He's alive. He did the Lazarus. best. He did the best <laughs> dead play spider. dead I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it was ridiculous, dude. I blew on this spider. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, he was basically drowned. I, <laughs> I bugged this spider. I gave him a good budget. <laughs> right, good budget. Dude didn't move. But then when I'm not looking, he starts wandering off a bit. And I've just looked at him, and by that time I'm, I'm bloody washing my hair, and a bit of water's got on the window, and he stopped, and he's a bit pissed off at me. <laughs> See, his, his window is wet, and he's probably getting a bit of a wash. Um, but I've just looked at him, and I've gone, dude, that was him. I'm having a conversation <laughs> well, with the spider. Well played. I'm like, dude, that was incredible. <laughs> like, I said, have you got an Academy Award at home, any chance? <laughs> and, you know, I was so impressed by that spider. You killed um, it? Well, <laughs> well, initially, look, I won't normally kill Huntsman. I'll take them outside. Yep. Because... People outside Australia don't believe us, but they're harmless. They're not going to do anything to you. Not to you. No. To other fine. spiders, they'll fuck yeah, them up. They will, and that's where they're actually really good. They'll actually mm. they'll eat the other shit. Yeah. So huntsmen are actually a great spider. Um, but I'll normally just get a magazine or a newspaper. A newspaper. I haven't had one of them for years. tablet. I a fucking 4B2. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and just let them crawl on it. And then I'll just take it outside and say, adios, into the freedom of the world. But I looked at the spider. as so I thought, I'll have a shower. I'll get out. Then I'll put him outside. Yeah. But then as I was doing that, I, I pulled the shower curtain over and I said, dude, you've impressed me so much. I'm going to let you stay inside for the weekend. Oh, that's so nice. I'm going to let you stay because it's meant to be really cold. Like you're going to stop him. Yes. Because <laughs> he's gotten in there because you've let him in. So he can't leave again yes. if you close the door. <laughs> he's trapped. 
<laughs> but I can't just you. put him out the front door, out the back door, and he could have been. It could have taken him weeks to get back to where he was before. I mean, that's a, <laughs> he's only it's, a little spider. It's like, it's like Birkin wheels out in your backyard, <laughs> pretty much. So I've left him there. I thought, you know what, dude, that's fine. But I made an agreement with him. So you got to have a gentleman's agreement, right? I said, dude. I'm going to let you stay inside for the weekend where it's warm. Yes. Um, I'm but it proviso. But, and you can go wherever you want to go now. This is your decision. You can use your little working legs that <laughs> you've got now and you can crawl wherever you want to go. Run of the house. Run of the house. Help yourself to anything in the fridge. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> like, you lock the door when you leave. Um, <laughs> Turn the lights out, lock the door. <laughs> but I said to him, next time we meet, though, you're going out. <laughs> And you know what? I've come back He's not yesterday. There. Can't find him in the bathroom anywhere. <laughs> so, number one, um, he might be very smart. It because sounds he's like done it. a play denting. That was phenomenal. <laughs> he's got that down. Pat. Not even Eric Banner <laughs> has acted that well. Excellent. In Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't do it. Number two, though, mm. he might now be in Hannah's room. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, it's like outside. Not my problem. Yeah. And but we all know how clean and tidy Hannah is. She's not finding him. <laughs> Unless, of course, he's sitting on the pillow. Uh, so that's my spider story. It was impressive. Yeah. I have actually, I mean, seriously, it was It was like wrinkled up dead. It was gone. Did he even kick one leg out of the side and make it really Didn't sell a point? Didn't do anything. <laughs> it was just blah. <laughs> and I gave him a good budgeon. A good budgeon. Good budging. <laughs> so, um, just it, I was absolutely over the moon for this spider. I thought <laughs> you were incredible. Well done. Yeah. So, um, so he's around somewhere. Yep. Well, he's probably listening to us right now. He's probably behind a bookshelf or something. He's probably going to be more used than Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, wasn't dead. Wasn't dead. Unlike someone else. Bum bum. I tell you what. Oh, do we need the trial? <laughs> <laughs> probably not. Um. I've yet to tabulate the results because it has happened so soon to when we're podcasting and no one really cares because it is only one, one point. point. I know. The fact that he's 99 with the new rules, you get uh, a point for every year under 100. He was 99 and uh, yeah. i tell you what though. <laughs> it's not a big number. But I am telling you now because this is the first time in three years I haven't had His Royal Highness Prince Philip on my Deadpool list. Got moved due to the new rules. Mm-hmm. Um there is a part of me that's still a little bit sad that I didn't have him on there, so I could potentially win Deadpool twenty twenty one by one point. By one point, because that would just gut everyone. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine if it came down to the death of Prince Philip, who was two months out from receiving a letter from his wife? Yes, I know. Like that's he's the Donald Bradman. Got to say though, credit where credit is due. Yes. The Queen, she's unbelievable. Yeah. So Harry and Meghan, yes, toddle off to the or, to the United States of America, or Meghan as we call it here. It's Meghan over there. Yeah. Harry, Harry and Meghan. Yep. Yes, gone to the United States of America, toddled over <laughs> yes. where the where the polo was amazing, and into the <laughs> Canadas that are close by, and whatever else. Um, they've done all that, but then of course. They had a bit of controversy. Yes. Megan decided to say she wasn't happy. I think she decided to not name anyone. No. But say that there was a racist in the, the family. family. <laughs> now, everyone kind of knew who it was. Filthy feel the grief. Yeah. So we, no one actually said who it was, no. but there was a pretty good assumption. So the Queen, in her righteousness and all her that royalness. jazz, yes. <laughs> has gone... I need to fix this. I'm going to be the we racist can't have, one. We can't have a racist in the family. Yes. So she gets rid of him. Fuck off. And now Megan has got nothing to bitch and complain about. Nothing to go on about. Yep. No, that actually makes perfect sense. Queenie just fixes shit. Well, she's put up. She's had him for 70 years. What was going to be a couple 73, more? 73, I think. Far out. Like, it's a long time. That is a long time. Yep. And long he's, time to be someone's bitch. Yeah, well, he probably was, because mm-hmm. <laughs> apparently during due to protocol, he always had to walk two steps behind the monarchy. Yeah, like, dang, 
Dang. I wonder if I wonder if behind the scenes though. So I mean that's in, in public. Yes. What do you mean? I wonder when they close the door. It's like fucking walk behind me for a in change. Get in behind. Get in behind. Come on, Liz. Get in behind. Get behind. Come on around. Come on around. It's like Captain America. On your left. <laughs> on your left. <laughs> on your left. <laughs> on your left. Um. Well, apparently he did rule the family. Like Liz ruled the, the, the royal side of things, but when it came to the firm, as I believe Prince Philip did uh, – coined the phrase for the family, the firm, mm-hmm. um, he was the one who led that family. But once again, he's also the one who asked the Aboriginal Australians whether or not they still chuck spears at each other. So I don't <laughs> think <laughs> I don't think Megan was too far off with filthy Phil the Greek and his slow... But I did bring it up here a few episodes ago. To racist where, tirade. Um, it's kind of understandable he'd be a bit racist because he came from such a different era. I, like, I, yeah, you know, like, not that that's meaning it's an acceptable thing. Yes. But um, I suppose what we could say, um, throwaway racism was something that happened regularly back in Casual racism. Casual racism. Casual racism. Casual racism. Call it that. If you ever, look, side note, roadies, if you ever, if you are from the subcontinent and you have... Uh, Decided to make Australia your home, which is fantastic. Well, well done, you. There is a YouTube show called How to Speak Australians. and You love this one. You mentioned this Fuck, before. I love it because <laughs> it's from people from India who are doing like a documentary series for people from India who want to migrate to Australia, teaching them all about what Australia is, everything that wants to kill you, what yeah but nah but yeah means, all that kind of stuff. And one of the things they say is... One thing you need to understand about Australia is 33% are casually racist. <laughs> 33% are casually racist. They don't mean it. They just are. <laughs> yeah, and he was very casually, casually racist. racist. He was more, I don't think he was casual about it. I think it was almost, <laughs> it was not full time. Wasn't backward in going full with no. his racism. <laughs> mm. But was broad spectrum as well. Like, I don't think he, he picked on one particular minority group. I think he... He was racist against all of them <laughs> equally, so that's always good. Um, I did see a couple of little facts about him. Do you know he was born on a dining room table? No, probably yeah. conceived on one as well. <laughs> <laughs> Philip. Phil, the filthy Greek. Um, his sister <clears throat> died in a plane crash while pregnant. Oh, shit. His mother was a nun. Well, then, how? Look, I mean, look, don't get me wrong. I'm not as worldly. There's a lot of background on Phil. There is, but I'm not as worldly as perhaps I, I make out to be. My understanding of nuns is they had some vow of celibacy. So unless, of course, there was a star in the sky when Phil came to be, maybe she was a bit more promiscuous than maybe what the order had to say that she could be. <laughs> or she may have left the order in, in order to um, procreate. Um, I'm going by this. It looks like she converted after he was born. Oh, shit. That's... oh, <laughs> Go do the rooting. Yeah. Then he can do the good tooting later. Or, I'll see what happens from it. Fuck, I don't want another one of those. <laughs> I'm going off to join the order. Did you know he was actually related? Second cousin. To Queen Elizabeth, yeah. I tell you what. Incest. Our third cousins. Third. Oh, that's what it tells me on here. I heard second. But if the independent is correct. You know what? If you come from the same branch of a family tree, probably best give it a bit of a wide steer. I mean, you're going to have kids with 10 fingers and 10 toes. That's not a problem. The problem is they're going to have the 6-4 split. So <laughs> The 6-4 split. It's, it's oh. probably not the best thing to do. Wowzers. <laughs> Coming from Tassie, though, not really one to throw stones. So, I just... I will say though, when you go back and look at some of the old photos, he did look very stately, didn't he? Like very, he very did. royal. He was, and I suppose one of the, like because there has been montage upon montage um, of Phil, the filthy Greek, um, <laughs> Yasu there to all our Greek listeners. Um, but one of the photos that has been I've seen that just cracked me up was the photo of Liz in hysterics. As she walked past what she thought was a beef eater or a, a, like a, 
what was it? The Buckingham Palace Guards with the big bear fur hat. Yep. But it was actually Phil in his military uniform. And that photo must have been taken moments after she's looked and then realized it was Phil pretending to be <laughs> one of the guards. And she's just jerried. And they just did this say apparently was joy. a comedian in the family. Yeah. Oh, there's apparently he was known to be the farty one amongst them. The farty one. I will say too, though, looking back on a few old photos, because I did, I wouldn't say I did a bit of research, but I was just curious. Cause yeah, you, yeah, yeah. I mean, the no, Phil's been around forever and we talk about him, but 99 I years in I fact. hadn't really gone and actually looked at like past articles or photos or anything. Um, Liz had a little bit of spunk about her back when she was younger. Oh, yeah, she was all right. Yeah. So, and I wonder, it does make me wonder, was there like a rule? Like, you you got the scenario where you must walk, you know, like two paces behind mm-hmm. Her Royal Highness and all that kind of thing. Yes. What if there's another rule that I don't jizz on Liz? <laughs> <laughs> do, you reckon, do you reckon the don't jizz on Liz rule was there? I'm not sure. <laughs> I mean, obviously, there was some sort of, you know, and do you reckon if um if one of his brothers come in and made a menage a trois, it'd be a queen between? <laughs> a queen between? <laughs> queen between. That's about all I got, really. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, but I do feel sorry for Liz. So our hearts from the South Road boys to you, Liz, do go out. I mean, losing your partner for 73 years, fuck, that's going to be a tough couple of days until you find someone new. Like, it's going to be a struggle. I wonder what it would be like to be that old. I'm like, you'd, you'd be, to be pre- that old. <laughs> you'd be prepared to a point, though, wouldn't you? Well, Just to be kind of thinking, you know what? It, it, it might be tomorrow, it might not, but it's probably going to be tomorrow. Well, she signed the order anyway, so... <laughs> So, and now she's kind of, it's just her, that's Meg's it. Megxit protocol has been engaged. <laughs> and here's the other thing too. This is where we need to be a little bit careful now mm. because we do know that it happens quite often when couples have been together for the majority of their lives. Yes. When one goes, the other one tends to go quite soon after. Well, apparently yes, but not as frequently if the Not woman... all the time. No, no, not all the but time. Like if you just lost a partner, you're okay. <laughs> you're going <laughs> You're going to be fine. fine. Well, because mum's worked in aged care. My mum's worked in aged care. And she said it it is a real phenomenon where people who have been together for quite some time, when one of them passes, generally within 12 months, the next one will die as well. And it's called dying a broken heart. Like just basically the grief is there. And it also comes down to probably their health is not as great. Then their diet changes because they're no longer eating for two. They're not preparing meals for two. Mm-hmm. So they might, you know, end up just having, you know, cat yeah, food might or have whatever. have something to do with all those tablets they used to talk because they really don't want to live without that person all anymore because kind of all the rest of the people in the family are assholes. Exactly. <laughs> um, and they're all And looking. they're just like, now, when are you going to die? Exactly, because <laughs> they, now, they now know that there's only one person between them and the inheritance. Like when it was two, the pressure was sort of off. But now there's one mm. who's 95 or something. Knives are out. Fucking shit, son. Mm. It's going to get real. But apparently uh, <gasps> if it's the wife that dies, yep. the husband is quite more frequently likely to die within the next 12 months. But if it's the other way around, she's like, fucking finally, I am free of that dead weight. I just had a thought. Oh, shit. What if Megan... Knocked Phil off as a preemptive move because she's not happy with him, obviously, because he's the racist. Well, allegedly, alleged racist. <laughs> oh, I think the she, evidence to the contrary, Your Honor. Have, uh, she might have actually topped him. Well, it, it's it's like the uh, the meme that went around where you had um, William talking to Harry saying, "Sorry for your loss of Megan next month." <laughs> Because, you know, during Meg's it, there was a thought that she might go all Diana. Yep. Um, because there is still the conspiracy theory that the royal family had Diana knocked off for her oh, affiliation yeah. with Dodie Alfred. But, but imagine if Megan has used her Hollywood superpowers and gone a preemptive move, let's knock off Phil, the filthy Greek, Yep. and send a message to the rest of the family. <laughs> and all that she sent is one text, Liz, you're next. <laughs> Liz, you're next. Like, mind you, fucking people jumped all over Harry and Meghan's dick 
about the message that they did about the passing of Phil. And they were all like, oh, that's a bit cold and that's blah, blah, blah. You don't know what he was like. He could be an absolute see you next Tuesday of a grandfather. Yep. So, fucking, you know, you don't know what happens behind those thousand yeah. walls and the and then there's the, the courtyard and the outer wall and the next courtyard and <laughs> then there's the guardhouse and the fence and the, the dogs yeah. and then the rest of the estate. Like, you don't know what happens this behind all that. This is just a holiday shack. Too. Yeah, that's the shack down in Bishno. <laughs> Bishno. <laughs> just somewhere to run the corgis. Exactly. <laughs> Release the hounds. We don't have hounds. We've got corgis. Yeah, but um, rest in peace, though, Prince Philip. Mm. You dirty Greek man. Yeah, I tell you what, that's going to be a funeral for the ages, isn't oh, it? But apparently I'm it's not. It. Because the UK is like us under the vid, they also have oh, restrictions. Because normally there would be about and they're, they're more so oh. at the moment because they're still well, they have firing at all cylinders with the vid. And they have their own strain of hate, hateful vid. <laughs> like, they don't have the regular vid. They've got the fuck you up vid. <laughs> um, fuck you up vid. Fuck you up vid. So, like in a, a point of view, sorry, just to come back, how did Prince Philip actually die? Liz. Did <laughs> I don't think it's been released. All right. Well, he so, was he so was poorly. her hands around his throat is still <laughs> tangible. <laughs> tangible. Yeah. Um, no, because he was sick a couple of months ago where he was admitted mm. into hospital. Maybe not even a couple of months ago. Maybe only a couple of weeks ago. Right. Admitted into hospital. Fuck, he was 99. Who gives a shit? Like, he wasn't long for <laughs> this world, really. I mean, maximum he had in him. Maximum was another 15 years. <laughs> maximum. Maximum of another 15. Like, you reckon he could have gone to 114? Uh, fuck. Look, in, 114. No, you couldn't have. Maybe, maybe two. <laughs> I don't know. I think when you hit that number, it's days, not years, that you measure. Do you reckon Liz is happy she doesn't have to write the letter, though? Yeah, go on. Because she wouldn't be able to do the normal letter. You'd have to make it a bit more special, wouldn't yeah, you? You'd personalise it. <laughs> Dear Philip. <laughs> Dear Philip. <laughs> she just passes it over to him. Okay, the dirty Greek. <laughs> Not doing Greek anymore. <laughs> Not doing Greek anymore. That's, his, that's what she put on Twitter. Yeah. Night at the Greek? I think not. Hashtag dead Phil. <laughs> but, um, but there was another person that died too. Did you see that? No. They're not on the Deadpool list. No, who? But um, DMX. 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 Who the frack's DMX? Um, rapper. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> now, what's DMX famously known for? Um, DMX had... Um, what did DMX do? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously a game changer. He wasn't... Um, no, he's pretty well known. He wasn't just... I mean, he was... It sounds familiar, but... He I, was Grammy nominated. I mean, the guy's done some... He's got some talent. Had well, some talent. Had some... But, okay. Fair enough. He did... Um, he produced... Uh, the, the song uh, Rough Riders Anthem and Party Up. Of course. Up in here in brackets. Mm-hmm. Um, and Wrapped with a Trauma Lube. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I love it. Here's the thing. So, the saying, you know, the raspy voice hip-hop artist who produced the songs Rough Riders Anthem and Party Up in brackets, up in here. And who rapped with a trademark delivery that was often paired with growls, barks, and what? <laughs> As an ad lib. <laughs> Has died. Yeah, How stiffy. did DMX pass away? Um, a Quietly catastrophic dis- cardiac arrest. Oh shit! Oh, that's no good. Mm. So that's very unexpected. Yeah, that's um. So just gone, gone. Yep. Well, to all the MXs out there, um, we the, pass- BMXs, the BMXs, the BMXs, BMXs. <laughs> yeah, um, Earl Simmons. His actual name was. So, My name is Earl. Is he Gene Simmons's relative? Don't think so. Got into hip hop. The other yeah. one was into metal. No, don't think so. No. Oh, yeah. Okay, fair enough. But you never know. You know never know. But, but I'll tell you what, though. Um, if anyone had had him on their list, how many points would have been a solid fifty? Fifty points. points. Fuck, that's fifty points would have been huge. Yeah, fifty points. And for those mm. people who had His Royal Highness Prince Philip, I think there was only a couple. Um, I think you've all picked up one point for that. One point. Just. Yeah, good on you. Fucking within two months, you picked up one point. <laughs> and I had this conversation, like, if we won, if you win Celebrity Deadpool by one point, there is going to be a lot of unhappy Deadpoolers out there. <laughs> <laughs> but 
But, you know, well played. Pick up. Sometimes yep. you can win by ones. It's also a good reminder to people who haven't actually updated their list. Yes. To get that shit going on. Correct. Mm. Um, and you can join Deadpool at any time. Yep. So shoot us a message via probably our website or via Facebook. Um, we'll add you to the Deadpool list. We'll add you to the Deadpool closed group. Yes. And uh, we will update your details with that and... You are playing for the Celebrity Deadpool medal. That's huge. Crossing over with John Edwards. It's huge. Massive. Um, Liz is on there. She's playing. Yeah. yeah. She's, she's picked up a point. At one point. <laughs> Liz she's wins, not happy. Liz wins Celebrity Deadpool 2021 <laughs> with one point. <laughs> oh, Liz. You. You, you wouldn't be surprised to know that uh, Megan is also playing and she's also got Queenie on there as well. Does so, she now? Yeah. She's so. got another six points coming down. The I don't pike. know whether we can actually give her the point though, because I'm not completely convinced <clears throat> that she did not partake somehow in the Acti- death. Actively con- <laughs> contributes. I think there has to be a burden of proof, Your Honour. Yeah. Like we can we can surmise. Oh, we can surmise. But I think we, because it is such an illustrious prize of such high standing, I think we would probably need to have a bit more than. Oh, I reckon, <laughs> um, to substantiate such claims. Yeah, fair now, enough. Now, if it was on TMZ, I'd take that as fact. <laughs> or Karen from Facebook. Um, yeah, oh, Karen from Facebook. Hmm. How could you deny the facts that come from the Karens? Correct. Um, so, I have another little story. Oh, I love your little it's stories. Not, it's not a big story. It's more a, it's a travesty. Oh, like a Greek travesty? No, it's a travesty <laughs> involving the panther. What kind of a river? Another mm. thing. What the fuck oh. have you done to it this time? So so last time you went gallivanting around the countryside, you caved in the windscreen. Yeah, that's or, happened twice. Where it's, they've been hit. So I've had to replace two, I replaced two windscreens in about a month. Oh, shit. Please tell me. And I've never done a windscreen ever. But no, that hasn't happened. Okay. So on... Um, Easter weekend. Mm-hmm. I noticed while driving to Stanley, lovely place in Tasmania. Going Stanley. out to Stanley. Uh, go to see Stanley One Nut. Yeah, Stanley One Nut. <laughs> Lance Armstrong's second cousin. <laughs> so, but I noticed that because um, one thing I love about the car, mm-hmm. this is probably need to throw this in there. One thing I really love about the Panther um, is that it actually comes standard with a nine-speaker Bose system. Yep, and. As you know, you and I for forever have loved our music, and, yep. and it is nice to be able to turn it up, and it does go up nicely. It just it cranks. That's what she said. <laughs> exactly. Um, so when you, when you're putting the greatest hits of Celine Dion on, oh, my heart does go on. Speaking of which, just mm. side note. Yeah. So in Celine, when no, when my no? kids are in the car with me, we have a rule that one will sit in the front on the way where we're going, and they get to control Spotify. And then yep. on the way back, thank you. Thirsty for me. <laughs> uh, on the way back, the other kid gets to sit in the front and they control Spotify. My son got first go on Spotify today. Dibs. Dibs. He put on the 1812 Overture. That's a 15-minute fucking song. Fuck. He needs to stop trying to be cool. But that's just what he loves. He just goes, mm. listen to this bit, Dad. Like, he's like listening to, to Tiesto at Stereo Sonic or something. It's like, I, I just get blown away. Like, I would never, ever in a million years have played that song. And he sorted out, and that's what he wanted to listen to. So that was our car ride from our place to Devonport. One song, and not all of it. There you go. <laughs> anyway. Nine speaker bow system comes Perfect. down. Yep. What kind of a riff? Love it. So when I was going to Stanley, mm-hmm. um, threw a song and I had a fair bit of bass to it. <laughs> it's As all a kid, about I noticed bass. when I started playing that the right speaker in the door had a bit of a vibration in it. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's and annoying. I've gone, oh, is it just that this song's got more depth? Yes. And it's vibrating more. So I turned it down a bit and it was still there a bit. And it's like, nah. But it shouldn't. No, it shouldn't. So, and a bit of did. Oh. Um, so. I went in to see the boys because I'm thinking, what's the easiest way to do this? The easiest or the the best way to fix mm. it is to just buy something exactly the same to put straight in there, swap it over. Oh, you think the speaker itself is? Blown. Oh, yeah, the speaker's. Go- I reckon the speaker's gone. Oh, it's not like it's you've put so much um, Duran Duran on there. That- <laughs> 
that, thanks, that yeah. you've worked some of the screws loose and it's just vibrating in its hold, you think an actual speaker has been blown out. Yeah, I think so. Oh. Look, I could be wrong. Mm. It might be a case of something's come a little bit loose, which is causing a bit of a vibration. Mm. Maybe good vibration. So I went into the the um, the guys at Mazda in Burnie, who I know very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, went to talk to Flighty, who works Flighty. out the back in parts and servicing. <laughs> Bloody hell! Big shout out to Flighty. Yeah, Flighty's a good bloke. Uh, I said, mate, I kind of got this scenario. So I'm just wondering, can you guys order the speakers for this? It's not actually a, a car part as such. Hmm. But obviously, it's a Mazda vehicle and it's something that comes standard with it. It's like, yeah. yep, well, can, we can definitely do that. Hmm. Um, I said, you know how much I'll be? He said, don't know, I'll make a phone call. Excellent. So he jumps on, talks to wherever he needs to talk to to yes. work it out. Mazda HQ. Yep, Mazda HQ. Yep. And uh, he's on the phone, he's he's nodding, he's talking, he's looking at me, he's giving me a couple of weird looks, and he's nodding again and gets off the phone. He said, yep, we can get one. Oh, shit. But it has to come as a nine set? <laughs> uh No. Oh, you can, you get... can buy just one speaker. One Fantastic. speaker. Fantastic. One Great. speaker. I said, how much is it? But it's Bose. Yeah. I said, how much is it? Do I get a guess? He said, he said, how much do you reckon it is? How much, Joe, do you think one door speaker? I mean, this obviously, it's a fairly big speaker in the door, I'll be honest. Is it a six by nine? I don't is... know because I haven't looked, but I would oh, assume okay. it probably would be. I'm going Because that's to... where your main depth is coming from. Sure. So I only own one Bose audio device. I'm going to suggest that it would be the equivalent or more than that one speaker. I'm going to suggest that it is between two hundred and thirty-five dollars <laughs> and two hundred and seventy-five dollars. Okay, higher between. Well, this is like the prices right now. It's oh, very yeah. exciting. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone listening right now? Mate, this is riveting. This is edge of your sheet Mark. stuff. Okay. This so I'm a, going to say between yep. three hundred mm-hmm. and sixty four dollars. Okay. Look at you getting exact. And three hundred no, and four hundred and four dollars. Oh, higher. Between <laughs> four hundred and eighty seven dollars. Higher. Between six hundred and twelve dollars mm-hmm. and six hundred and fifty eight dollars. Six hundred and fifty dollars. For one speaker. What the fuck? One speaker. And I'm like, oh my God. I mean, they sound good. No question about it. That's a lot for one speaker. So then I had this great plan. Excellent. I said, um, I said, do you reckon that there's any way that if any were like in being written off, that wreckers would actually have these speakers? Shit, yeah. It's $658. So we said, that's actually a good idea. Yeah. Um, do you want me to call for you? Oh, would you? Fuck yeah. Because obviously the way it works a lot of the time with wreckers now is that um, they're all in contact. So you kind of go to the main guys and they'll know what's out and about. And your bloke, your contact flighty will contact them. They'll pay 100 bucks for the speaker and then you'll pay 200 Because exactly. they're going to buy it, yeah. transport it, fit it, add a small margin on there because they're a business and that's what they should do. And of you course. go, fuck, I've saved myself $450. Fantastic. Everyone's a so winner, baby. So he makes a phone call. This is great. Yes. So he gets on there. Then he, gets off, us. he gets off the phone and he said, they don't have any. Oh. He said, whenever the cars come in like that and all the rest of it, there's any speakers and stuff, they just chuck them out. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll never, by the sound of it, go to a wreckers and find speakers. They just... They just turf them. Why would they take them out? Oh, they, they obviously don't. Then That's probably... Oh, I suppose when you've got something that's been written off, they, yes. they would take all the shit out of it that's worth anything yes. and just disperse the rest, I would say. But if it's a right... See, here's the problem, right? Because we live in the sub-tropical island paradise that is Tasmania. If we lived on the mainland, um, you would have various records. mainlanders. mainlanders. <laughs> you would have various places that do... We, look, there's an ad in Melbourne, and if you're a Melbourneite, you'll know, pick apart, pick apart, pick apart, pick apart which is a okay. wreckers that don't do anything other than transport cars that have been in an accident to their facility, and then you go in with your tools, remove the item that you would like, mm-hmm. go to their service counter, and they will charge you a fee for it. Yep. But they don't do anything other than that. So you do all the work. You pick apart, pick apart, pick apart. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's obviously not an addictive track at all. No, not at all. No. Pick apart, pick apart, pick apart, pick apart. 
Um, you're more likely, I would suggest, to have that one there because I reckon that they just they'd get one of those Mazdas in and people would go and oh, I need a right hand driver's mirror or I need a bumper or something like yep. that. Who needs the driver's right hand big speaker? Fucking no one. And the other catch, Except of course, you. is too, it's not just a standard CX-5, it's a Grand Tour as well, which means there's probably not as many of those being written off or in accidents because there's not as many out there and blah, blah, blah. So I hear you, but I reckon the good people at Bose aren't giving you... Diff- oh, do you reckon in the, the lower models, it's not Bose? It's no, it's a, not. It's a Kenwood. It'd be, a, it'd be different, yeah. Yeah, it's a Sony. Because that was one of the things with that. It actually came with the standard oh. Bose system. So... On Monday, I'm going to go in a flight. He's going to rip the door off for me and have a look at it just in case there's nothing that's just loose. Yeah. And he said there is a chance too because a lot of the time what happens with speakers, for those who know, and you would know this as well, Mm -hmm. is normally you've got a part that just separates in the speaker. Yeah. Um, So there is a chance if it isn't too bad that we might even be able to just silicon seal it somehow. Or a gasket. Or do whatever. So we'll look at that as well. So we'll wait and see, but... $650 Six hundred and fifty dollars for it's a, a lot of money for a speaker Fuck, that does nothing speaker. except one speaker. <laughs> Could you imagine? Mind you, go back in the day, right? Back, back, back to the Kingswood. Oh, right. Yep. How much did you pay? And you would have put this on layby. Uh, would have been um, on like an interest-free loan sort of thing. That's what you did back then. Yeah, interest-free loans. Yeah, this well, Harvey Normans of the world did it. Yeah, twelve months. Interest-free loan. Yep, and if you don't pay it off, then you pay a shitload of interest, which is what everyone pretty much did. <laughs> yeah, 27% or something Yeah, because like you'd that. pay the minimum. Yes. That's all right. Then you don't realize by just paying the minimum, you end up, in, say it's a $3,000 loan. Yes. You end up paying about $6,000. <laughs> exactly. But you know, when you're young, you don't matter because you just pay what you need to pay. That's future choice problem. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> <laughs> past choice stitching you up. Oh, those. But how much did you pay? Because you probably remember what you would have paid. I reckon you paid twelve hundred, didn't you? I reckon it would have been for the whole thing. I reckon it would have been up towards a couple of k. I reckon because mm. mm. that was the um, the bazooka in the back and the you'd have the subby. I mean the, the bloody parcel shelf. You had the amplifier in there as well, and yep. you got the the satellite speakers. That was a big thing back then. Oh, in the doors, have yep. little tweeters up as a separate speaker. Correct. Oh, Jesus, it's all happening. <laughs> would have been uh, what six benigns in the back. Yep. So the actual. The stereo itself would have mm. nearly been worth more than the car. The head unit, yeah. <laughs> With, and remember, and roadies, fuck, you're going to be old if you remember this. Troy and I both had stereos in our car because we, 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 we I wouldn't say we were audiophiles by any stretch of the imagination, but we really liked our music. Yeah. And when you're driving, there's nothing better than winding the windows down, waving your hand and just cranking up. Down with the flow. You know. God damn, we were cool. <laughs> um. The best of Kylie Minogue. Um, but we used to then, when you left your vehicle, you would yes. pop the front detachable off. Detachable front. The detachable head unit so yep. that if someone wanted to nick your stereo, because that was the thing back in the day. Well, they were expensive. Fucking oath they were. If you were. like got a $1,000 deck in your car. Yeah. If you had a Kenwood or a Sherwood back in the day, that was money. So yep. you used to pop it Alpine. out. Alpine. Alpine. Mm. Pop them in a little case. Yep. Now, the theory being is that you would then take it with you. But I can yep. tell you here and now, glove box or under the driver's <laughs> yeah. seat. <laughs> exactly right. So anyone who was out there nicking stereos, that's the first thing they do, <laughs> is check under the driver's seat or in the glove box. Oh. <laughs> I forgot. We had detachable fronts on them. Detachable fronts. That's great. I don't the, think... The mind you, that, I thought that was so techy back then, though. Yeah, how cool is that? You can just yeah. detach the front. And no one's going to steal it because it's only half a stereo. Exactly. I mean, they're not going to think to look in the glove box no, that you have not. it locked. <laughs> and there's the other one too, and they probably still have this now, but when your car stereo comes with a little remote control. Oh, yeah. So you can operate the volume and skip tracks on the remote. Because you don't want to have to reach that arm's length. <laughs> so you can give the controls to the person in the back. Probably. Well, actually, you know what it is. I can tell you the reason why they oh, gave you the tell remote. tell me, Joe. So you've got the Kingswood. Throw in the tree, no synchro under first. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and you've managed to coerce a young lady into going driving with you. Oh, hello. <laughs> hello. And then all of a sudden on your drive, <coughs> oh, no, we've run out of petrol. 
what are we going to do? <laughs> I know. Let's just have a rest in the back seat for a bit. And you've managed to get from the bench seat at the front to the bench seat at the back. And all of a sudden it's like, <laughs> And you realise you've got, you know, the best of Kenny G cranking and you want to switch to the best of Barry White. <laughs> do you clamber over the front seat to change the track <laughs> or do you just whip out your remote and go, Bip. bam. And this one goes out to all the ladies in the back seat. And you see, nowadays, though, that's now null and void because most of it would be, say, Spotify on your phone if you yeah. listen to tunes that you want to listen to. Hey, Siri, change it to sexy music. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you want to do that, Troy? <laughs> No reason, no reason. No, no reason. <laughs> Siri, put the real sexy music on. <laughs> I'm not that kind of girl, Troy. <laughs> hey, Siri, tell me how to undo a, bar with, a bra with one hand. <laughs> I have no search results for that, Troy, but here are some websites that I've found. <laughs> Go check out a YouTube tutorial. And remember, Troy, if it's not on, it's not on. I will say, even to this day, right? Even to this day, when, I won't say if, when I unclip the bra with one hand, I still high-five myself a little bit. Just in my brain, it's like, yeah, fucking win. Still got it. (laughs) If it's, it's an art. It oh, really is an yep. art form. And I know there are some out there that are a bit more complicated. <laughs> um, <laughs> or, or you're there and you're fumbling around, fumbling around, and all of a sudden she goes, yeah, it does up at the front. <laughs> <laughs> there, some of them are just ridiculous. Though. There are some that are just nuts. Oh, where you- it's like in the finish, you just go, for fuck's sake, you do it. <laughs> I'll just stand back and watch. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. I'll go and have a shower. I'll just vigorously cleanse myself. <laughs> I mean, there are some Brazis. I'd rather try and break into Fort Knox. <laughs> or, I'm certain they do it too. They're like men traps. It's like, yeah. let's make men look fucking stupid. <laughs> like we need any help. <laughs> let's just prove to this woman at the absolute last moment possible is she really making a wise choice? Because one, we can make time stand still and show how inept he really is. It's like um, if it, there might be uh, a designer of the bra. Yes. Who sets up a bra that's like, okay, you know what? We're going to let the universe no. take care of things right now. Yep. And we're going to basically say, ladies, if that man is able to just during the, the – uh, the hold and the caress yes. in the early moments of lovemaking and yes. petting. Yes. To be able to just move that hand Se- slightly round and just Second flick base. it. Yep. Flick it off. Yep. And bang, it undoes. And so that that is saying, you know what? You guys are meant to get some downtime here. He's got some skills. Yeah, this is good. Transferable skills. He's yeah. ambidextrous. He's not a fucking arm. He's a butt. He's not a monkey. Yep. He's got opposable thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm certain some women are thinking, this is a fucking monkey. Well, no, because um, it, it moves you that in the mind, the woman has the evolutionary chart in front of her. Mm-hmm. And at the moment- Oh, you shift points. Yeah. You, what happens is at one point, you're like second from the left. And then when you can undo <laughs> the bra one-handed, you move up two points. <laughs> nice. I like it. So, but And then the other one, of course, is that if you don't, then that's the universe telling you, ladies, you know what? Maybe this isn't the time. This is not your time. So- I think that's fair, to be honest. (laughs) That's letting the world itself make a decision. Um, But the problem is, then said designer goes, you know what? Let's make it real difficult, though. (laughs) (laughs) And all these women out there are going, you know, if you can't actually work it out, well, maybe it's not meant to be. It's like, fuck it, I can do a Rubik's Cube. Why can't I work this out? (laughs) Blindfolded. I can work out a Rubik's Cube blindfolded. (laughs) (sighs) but I can't work this shit out. I reckon they should make them, and no woman's probably going to agree with me on this. Velcro? Oh, <laughs> fucking Velcro. It's, that Might get a bit scratchy on the back, though. Yeah, and I can't... Yeah. <laughs> nothing sexier than the sound of Velcro coming oh, off. Wouldn't that be hot? <laughs> no, but just like... That works. Know, my, my pants are held on my Velcro, too, so it matches that. <laughs> exactly. But I'm just thinking those clips that you have on um, 
bags, like uh, luggage and stuff. Oh, where well, you just you squeeze it together. And yeah, they you clip pinch out. the two things. It's still yep. going to give you the structural integrity you need in a brizzy. Most of the time, they're made out of plastic, so it's low mm-hmm. irritant. Fucking how easy is that? Clip. That's a, actually a great idea. Like if I design a bra, that's what it's going to be. Or here's the thing. <laughs> here's a top tips from the South Road Boys. To, to make it a little bit more of a game. Oh, okay. Right? Warmer, it's a, warmer, warmer. It's a combination lock <laughs> with three dials. And you only get one digit to start uh, you with. Yeah. <laughs> so they give you the first one and yep. you've got to work out the other two. Yep. Well, you've only got 99 combinations <laughs> left. So you could be there for a short time or a long time. Yeah, so, you know. I think this could be a great game we could all play. Exactly. The, the combination, <laughs> combination bra. bra. <laughs> Combo bra. It sounds a oh, bit more military than what it really is. Hopefully then, though, because, mm. look, let's be honest, there yes. are a few girls out there that fall under the bracket of ditzy. <laughs> there's, there's just a couple of you. Yes. You know, you know the ones I'm talking <laughs> you about. You know who you are. You know them. It's either you or it's someone you know. Yes. Um, they're real. They yeah. live among us. And um, let's put it this way. They forget their own combination exactly. number. We can't take the fucker off. It's like a chastity it's bra. It's on there forever. It's a chastity bra. <laughs> chastity bra. Because if you're out there and, and you're in a room full of other women and you look around and you can't work out who the ditzy one is, yeah, it's the, fucking you. You're the ditzy one. <laughs> because you're listening to a podcast of middle-aged men talking about Brazis <laughs> when you've got real-life people there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh dearie man! And you can also normally find those same people yes. if you're if you're carrying a chihuahua around in a bag. <laughs> it's a good chance that you're that any, one. Any small dog, any small dog Actually, in a bag, any fucking animal. If you carry an animal in your purse or handbag, you're not making the best choices. No. <laughs> so you know you're the ditzy one. Just- but- it's a big fuck you. Don't to buy a combination bra. No, that's probably not the go. Yeah. But I reckon my little the two pinch crib. I think that's a great idea. I think that could get legs. Mm. It's just, and you know what the fuckers do? Like, <laughs> what do they do? Okay, <laughs> so if 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 the young lady that you're with is more well endowed, so let's say maybe a B plus cup, right? So so you're talking about the young lady that I would be with, or another woman is with. Because no, I would like with. to think that she is more endowed than I am yeah, in the no. breast department. Sorry. I don't have big in, man boobies. Like moobs. Um, but like some, some girls are an A cup and that's fine. That's yep. perfectly fine. But they can generally get away with a single clasp at the back. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't <laughs> need you as... you the expert. I, I'm just making shit up. Because it doesn't <laughs> need as much structural integrity to, to hold the load. But the fuckers put two of those little clips there. And I don't know why. It just, it's like you might get one and then all of a sudden you go, ah! It's like. And then there's like, bum, bum. you've got like one a, more it's hanging like on. A, when they go camping, like I've got roof racks on the Panther, right? Yep. So it's great to put stuff on. And great. I've got a couple of ratchet tie down straps that go over and they, you pull it on and you strap it down. Are you so, suggesting we use ratchet straps? No. What I'm saying is, though, yes. the ratchet tie down straps, I mean, they're essentially. Um, there to keep the load in. Yes. That's what a bra does. Yes. Right? But what you're saying pretty much is you got these stupid fuckers out there that even when you haven't got anything on the rack, yeah. you still have the ratchet there anyway. Correct. Just holding nothing down. Holding, holding itself on. Yeah. So <laughs> why? Exactly. I just don't understand. Why? I think it's just a test of our mental fortitude. <laughs> Or it, I really, I honestly believe it's the very last moment that a woman can go, he's just not the one that I should be doing this with because he can't even get this thing off. <laughs> Once again, you know, hopefully hopefully she helps. Do you reckon there's women out there? Because <laughs> we shouldn't have gone down this path. Do you reckon there's a lot of women out there that have yes, got are. quite small breasts um, yes. that are like, why the fuck aren't I athletic? This is just wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even run. Yeah. This is where this would be perfect right now. Perfect. These, these things aren't getting in the way. They're not bouncing. They're not hurting me. Yep. You know, I don't have sweat stains underneath all the mm-hmm. rest of it. Um, but all I do, I sit on the couch and, and I do nothing. Oh, Why have fucking, I got these little ones? Don't even get me started on sports bras. <laughs> Fuck. Those fuckers don't even have clips. Sports bras. You fucking get onto this. I don't know, but you're searching around going, where's the clasp? Where's the clasp? And there's not one. And so you go, ooh, but frontal attack. I'll go to the front. And she's like, 
It just it slips just off. It's yeah, like a fucking T-shirt. Yeah, but, but even then, it, do, it doesn't always just slip off. You've nearly got to be a contortionist. Oh, you definitely if, have if to. Because put... kind of, they're on pretty tight. Well, what you have to do is you have to put your, your foot on her head <laughs> <laughs> get her to lift her arms up. Exactly. And you get a fork behind the left bit <laughs> exactly. and you just pull that back. A jimmy bar. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you know what? It's easier to open a tin of paint. <laughs> <laughs> That's been in the shed for 10 years. So the message out there to all those young boys that are listening, getting in the pants is easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's getting in the bra that's, that's a problem. So if you actually top tip from the roadies <laughs> to our young male roadie listeners out there who who want to get with a lady. Yeah. And they're a bit nervous because fuck we were. Still oh, am sometimes. Yeah. Um, still working it out. Exactly. Get yourself a mannequin. Oh, this is a great idea. Go to Best and Last or Titslings or Us or Bras and Things. Buy a bra. Make it sound like you're buying it for your girlfriend because <laughs> people will ask questions. And that's okay if you want to wear it as well. Put it on the mannequin and just spend some time undoing it. Yep. So that when – it's like a practice round. It's like it's like pre, pre-season training. <laughs> <laughs> so that when you get to the big dance and the pressure is on, you've got muscle memory and you just reach around yep. – and go. You're, you're kicking the goal after the siren. Where everyone else is still working out how to play the game. Yeah. Now, obviously, we need to make sure that you've got consent before you go. Ba-twing! <laughs> but you know that will that will elevate you to a status of genius. And there's another way when it too. If you can't, mannequins are dear. They're not a cheap thing. Yeah, true. So if you haven't got one of those and Sack you can't potatoes. steal one, no, I was going to say basically just practice on your mama. <laughs> I'm just I'm trying to work out, you know, when I finally you get with the your mum and all of a sudden she goes, And do the one hand. What did you want to do, my bra? Oh, I did. And I just walked away going, yes. <laughs> Actually, do it to any girl. Like, oh. go to, go don't, to, don't go and just... <laughs> don't go and hug random women, though. No, like, don't might. go up in the supermarket and just say, Hi, how you doing? My name's Free Joy. Hugs. Free hugs. <laughs> <Between>. <laughs> click. And Mind I mean, you. don't get me wrong. There's a lot of women walking around going, that guy's incredible. Fucking genius. Um, but you're also going to get kicked in the nuts by quite a few as well. So. Yeah. Mind mm. you, you do have that moment, that very, very brief moment, where the woman you have unclipped her bra <laughs> goes, hang on a minute. <laughs> What's just... What? Suddenly out of nowhere, Tom Petty comes on. Because I'm free. Free, <laughs> free falling. But my, see, here's my, my, my babe, my sister Jen, right? <laughs> you tried it on Jen? No, I haven't tried it on Jen. My sister had this game where I was she- I just going to say, I wouldn't hug Jen. She would smack me in the mouth. Correct. <laughs> but fuck, she had this game that she would do to all women, even including my wife. So she'd hug my wife and she'd just reach, not under the clothes, she'd even do it through the clothes. Oh, she was a gen- she was skills. a fucking men's a genius bra level Jeez. where she could just go twing, and, and I remember Amy go what the how did that happen? And I'm like she sort of tried to get with the ladies because that'd be an all make a leg opener surely. I'm like ladies would be like hello, teach me Obi Wan, you're my only <laughs> hope. <laughs> like she was just some sort of bra unclasping messiah as far as I was concerned. It was amazing. Um, I don't know how much practice she gets in doing it now, but she was doing it for quite some time just as a, you know, how boys play, you know, games or whatever, just zowie and all that kind of yep. stuff. That was her game with her girlfriends. Just reach around, twing, fuck, you got me, you bitch, you mole. Scrag. So, and if you're the person that was great at it, yep. what you'd like to think of is that they go by two names, mm-hmm. Joe Ray. That'd be their name. Joe Ray? And, they, and they'd be well endowed. A bit long Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> long Jerry. Long Jerry. <laughs> oh, roadies. This is just going to go on for far too long. <laughs> it has been an absolute pleasure <laughs> to end up at Bras. Oh, we started with worms. Exactly. <laughs> From worms to Bras and all things in between. <laughs> Uh, anyway, roadies, on that, I am Joe. Uh, I am the spider living in Troy's house that didn't get out on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> we are the South Road boys. We certainly are. 